Today we're talking about uh, kingdom destinies. So, um, I think this is a, it's a great topic. Um, it's all in line with what we've been learning about about the kingdom. So it's so evident, you know, that the kingdom, the kingdom is is among us as believers. You know, it's been established, and you know, just hearing this morning, you know, it's just been so touching. It's it's just so evident that God is moving, just within us. Um, you know, Laluna, you talked of. Uh, um, you know, your challenges, Becky, as well, as well as Eddie. So it's just so evident the Holy Spirit is active and moving. Yeah? So I remember week one, we did the gospel of the kingdom. Um, then week two, we did kingdom growth. Then week three, we did kingdom welcome. Week four, we did scandal of the kingdom. Now we're doing kingdom destinies. So um, just a, a sort of intro. So the word destiny, um, the origin of the word is, is a French word, destiné. So it means um, to, to be established, to, to lay hold, to, to be firm. So I just want you to get that in your mind. It's something to be established and something which is going to set root and, and take place. Yeah? Okay, so what we can do. So, so let's pray before we start. Yeah? Yeah. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for this time, God. We thank you that it's um, not by accident, but you're, that, that we're all here, Heavenly Father, by divine purpose, oh God, we pray that even as um, this message um, uh, is being spoken, Heavenly Father, will you just speak, oh God, let it be nothing of my own intellect, Heavenly Father, or nothing of my own understanding, but let it be uh, about you, Holy Spirit. Um, we pray, oh God, that it may touch somebody today, oh God, that somebody's life, oh God, will never be the same, Heavenly Father. We, we, we just thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. So, um, Kingdom Destiny. So, um, what we'll do is, um, so this is taken from the parable of the wheat and the weeds. So, at the end of the, the whole talk, uh, we're going to have a better understanding of what the wheat and the weeds, what it means. Yeah? All right. Yeah. Okay. So, wheat among the weeds. Lovely picture. All right. Okay, so go to the next slide. Yeah. So um, what I'll do is just read it, and you can read along. So this is the parable of the wheat and the weeds. So he presented another parable to them. So this is Jesus. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while people were sleeping, his enemy came, sowed weeds among the wheat and left. When the plants sprouted and produced grain, then the weeds also appeared. The landowner's servants came to him and said, Master, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Then where did the weeds come from? An enemy did this, he told them. So do you want us to go and pull them up? The servants asked him. No, he said. When you pull up the weeds, you might also uproot the wheat with them. So let both grow together until the harvest. At harvest time, I'll tell the reapers, gather the weeds first and tie them in bundles to burn them, but collect the wheat in my barn. Yeah. So I also prepared a little cartoon for the kids as well, just something illustrated. Okay. So once upon a time, there was a farmer. He had a field and he threw good seeds to grow wheat. And he was happy. But then that night, his enemy came. 
seeds that grew weeds all over the place. When it started growing, the servants noticed that the weeds were growing with the wheat. They were like when weeds come from. A farmer said that we that it must have been somebody that doesn't really like me. The servants asked, Do you want us to rip out the weeds? He said no. If you pull the weeds out, it will, will also rip out the wheat. Let them grow together, and when it is time to harvest, bundle up the wheat and throw them in the fire. And the servants did. The apostle said, cool story, but what does it mean? Yeah, so <laughs> that was a little <laughs> something. So, uh, yeah, the farmer looked like a dodgy picture of Michael Jackson, so. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Uh, no, no. <laughs> and, the, and the thief as well, yeah. So, um, what does the parable mean? Does anybody know what the parable means? Uh, has anybody read it? Or in any way? Or uh, have a rough idea? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Message, yeah. Okay, we'll go through the meaning. Okay, so uh, the Bible, you know, we're so fortunate that Jesus um, explained the meaning. This is in verse 36, so which I'll read. So, he, then he left the crowds, um, this is Jesus, and went into the house. His disciples approached him and said, explain to us the parable of the weeds in the field. He replied, the one who sows the good seed is the son of man. That's the Lord. The field is the world and the good seed. These are the children of the kingdom. The weeds are the children of the evil one. And the enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age and the harvesters are the angels. Therefore, just as the weeds are gathered and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of the age. The son of man will send out his angels and they will gather from his kingdom, all who cause sin, and those guilty of lawlessness. They will throw them into the burning furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in their father's kingdom. Let anyone who has ears listen. And there's another accompanying cartoon as well for, mm -hmm. for the kids. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the parable. Um, so what, um, the important thing is what we can learn from the parable as well. So what we know is that before Christ comes to set up his earthly kingdom, um, that the Old Testament promises, the kingdom of heaven takes a, an expected form. So peop, um, it's, it's said that often that the, the Old Testament is Christ hidden um, concealed, but the New Testament is Christ revealed. So a lot of things which were said in the, old, in the New Testament were sort of prophesied in the Old Testament, and Christ is now revealing that to us because he's establishing his kingdom. Yeah? So the kingdom of God is it's, it's, it's us, basically. It's, it's, um, it's in believers. So 
It's an assertion of God's power and it's a spiritual force which is exercised by, by all of us. Yeah? Um, so what you can do, just play the next song. Yeah, so just the next one. So going back to what I was talking about, destiny. So the meaning of dest- destiny comes from uh, Latin destiny, make firm, establish. Old French destiny. So destiny is something which every, each one of us is going to meet at a certain point in time. If not, if not us, it's, it's the whole world. There's going to be a destiny. So, um, we, we, which means that a choice has to be made. Um, and this is by everybody. So, because now there's a choice which needs to be made. So, the world enters a crisis. The world system enters a crisis. So, people now are confronted with the decision whether to submit to God's rule or not. Whether to trust him or not trust him. Yeah? So even not making a decision is a decision in itself. So, you know, it's a paradox. Not making a decision is a decision not to follow. Yeah? So the fundamental condition of, of entering into the kingdom of God is one, um, repent and believe the good news. So that's the starting point. So, you know, this whole kingdom series is, is very evangelistic. So um, our, 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 our sort of um, uh, aim as believers is, is to, to um, explain the life, you know, tell people about Jesus and um, really, really just uh, encourage people to trust in, trust in him. Um, to trust the Lord for salvation, because at the end of the day, that's, uh, that's what we want people to do. We want, we want to lead people to Christ, yeah? So um, if you go to the next slide. So in life, there are good, all types of people, good and bad. Different types of people, and we're all, we're all, they're all mixed up. Um, so in the parable, it showed the weeds mixed up with the wheat. So some translations have the word tears. So in, yeah, in some translations, it's, it's the wheat and the tears or the wheat and the weeds. So researched, a tear is also known as poison dano or false wheat. So, so what it is is that um, these certain weeds grow alongside the wheat and they look so similar, so, so similar. The only difference you can tell is that when it uh, blossoms, that's when you see the fruit of it. So... It's, you know, it's such a funny thing because that's what the devil, that's what the devil does. He, he mixes, um, he sows seeds, even, even in the presence of, of, of believers. So that's why you can't really even tell people apart. Um, you, you, you know, you can't tell people apart because everything just looks so similar. Yeah, so in biblical times, sowing tares or sowing weeds in a farmer's um, uh, field, so that ac- actually would be catastrophic for his harvest, because that would completely spoil the harvest, and you couldn't you couldn't take out the um, the weeds because you'd hurt the wheat as well. So that's what that's what Satan does. He he mingles bad people with good people, and it's very very hard to tell people apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you go to the next slide, so this is how it looks. 
It's just everything's mixed, so forgive the, the mushroom. <laughs> I got this from Super Mario. <laughs> so this is, this is how it looks. This is how the kingdom of God looks. So it's just mixed up good wheat and, and, um, and bad. So you, you can't really tell things apart. Yeah. Um, so this, this same sowing of seeds, it will always continue. It will, be, it will continue till, till Christ comes, till Christ returns. And um, what Satan's agenda is really just to undermine the whole of God's work. It's, it's, to, it's to make it look as though, you know, it's uh, not effective. And, you know, he promotes his unrighteousness through his agents, through, through people who've got bad seeds. Because he sows, Satan sows uh, seeds in certain people. You know, you call, call that bad people or people who don't trust the Lord. Um, and those same people produce false doctrine as well. Which false doctrine, it, it goes and uh, it produces a lot of uh, different things which we have now. So it's very, very difficult to tell things apart. There's a lot of blurred lines. If, even, even in, um, you know, even the body of Christ, some things look Christian. Some things may look so... Um, you know, so churchy, but really down to the core of it, you find that it's not Christian. Yeah, because everything's just mixed up. So what, what we can learn from it. So, so at the end of the day, this is application, what we can learn from the parable. So life is like a journey for everybody. I remember Laluna was saying, you know, life is a journey. So it, when she said that, it immediately just, just hit me like, wow, you know, God, God, you're really speaking, you know. Um, and we all have a destination, yeah? It's not straight. It's not straight at all. It is like that. <laughs> it's got a lot of turns, unexpected turns. Even as believers, it's got a lot of unexpected turns. It's not smooth sailing. Um, and that's just the way, way life is. So for people who, don't, who are not trusting the Lord in a certain area, you know, it's never too late to put your trust in him. You know, um, for people who haven't known the Lord, it's never too late as well. When you do encourage people, it's never too late. It's never too late. So um, if you go to the next slide. Right, so... What does it mean for people who have already put their trust in the Lord? You know, um, because of the mix of good and bad, the wheat and the weeds, you know, it doesn't mean that we should be influenced by the world at all. It doesn't mean that we should copy the, the world's customs. It doesn't mean that we should see what's attractive, what they're doing, and copy onto that to, see, to find out if it works. Because we have the Holy Spirit living in us as believers. So it's our job to, to, um, to practice that, you know, so that we bear good fruit because that's what God is uh, after at the end of the day. And so trust is not, um, you trust him one time and then you just leave it. God, God is not like a booking system where you just, you just say, I trust you, then you leave it, then you, then you decide to live your, your life your, you know, the, the way you please. Trusting the Lord is a daily, daily thing. It's a daily thing. You know, there's, um, 
you know, there's a, there's a part of um, a teaching which says that, you know, once you trust him once, then, um, you know, you don't need to um, sort of uh, keep on trusting him. But we believe that every day you need to put your trust in the Lord. It's, you know, life is a journey. Life is a journey. Yeah. Um, so trusting the Lord, what, you know, what does it look like? So trusting the Lord. So let me just use this example. Yeah. So I need a volunteer. A, a kid? All right. Okay. So what I want you to do, if you go behind the chair, okay, I want you to pull the chair. No, no, face, face, face the chair. I want you to pull the chair whilst I sit down. Yeah. So trusting the Lord is, so you pull the chair, you pull the chair. So trusting, trusting the Lord, okay, you can move. Trusting, okay, you can keep that now. So trusting the Lord is simply knowing that the chair is there and that you can sit down because you know the chair is there. So you sit down. That's trusting the Lord. It's sitting down because you know the chair is there. What the world does is that it pulls the chair away like she did and then you sit down and, it think, and you would think that you're sitting down and that you won't be supported. That's what the world wants you to think. But trusting the Lord is just sitting down, knowing that the chair is there, not even thinking about it. Trusting the Lord is going to sleep at night, knowing that he gives you air to breathe in and that you breathe out. That's trusting the Lord. Do we think about breathing in and breathing out? No, we don't. But God holds everything by his power. We know and we can trust him. So that's what trusting the Lord is. Yeah, thanks, you can sit down. So we ask, um, you know, what's the benefit, what's the reward, what's the advantage? Um, so if you go to the next slide, the advantage is being on this side, being with these guys. <laughs> we want to be on this side when Christ returns. Yeah, we, I don't think this is a very favorable side. <laughs> So being on this side, so this is a walk of faith. So just as it was before, everything was mixed up. But with the, our daily walk with God, at each point in our life is different. It's different. You know, things may seem confused. Um, it's a challenge. We put our trust in the Lord. We put our trust in the Lord. We put our trust in the Lord. And we pray just by the, uh, when he comes, if he doesn't come before, you know, um, we go, we will be found on this side, and we encourage people as well to put their trust in the Lord. Using the example of the chair, put your trust in the Lord. Um, so, and the funny thing is we'll never know who's on the left side. We never know who'll make it. And it's not really even our business as well. We will never know. You know, um, I was joking uh, with somebody, um, I think after, um, Becky's teaching, I was joking at work, uh, that, you know, with the banquet of the Lord, how funny it will be that um, we reach heaven and then we see people who we thought would never make it. <laughs> and then the people who we'd think that 
would make it, we don't find them there. Yeah. So, I mean, that would be funny. But, <laughs> but, but then again, you see, that's not our business. Um, our, our, our business is to live a life pleasing to God and to encourage other people to do that as well. To put your trust in the Lord. Um, and God calls us as individuals. So it's not based upon what we did in our past life. So it's not based upon our parents' relationship with the Lord. It's not based upon any name of the church which we attend. It's not based upon how good or clever we are. It's not based upon when we were born. It's not based upon even the job which we have because all those things are temporary. So, um, so it's, it's really just living a life of, of um, continual trusting and having faith in the Lord so that we are found on the, on the witty side. Yeah, so I pray somebody is blessed. Yeah. Thank you, brother. Yeah.